Hello and welcome to the Nourished Chat. I'm Bonnie, registered dietitian and founder of the Nourished Path Personal Online Nutrition Coaching. I'm here to give you all of my best tips and tricks to live a more nourished life without giving up all your favorite foods or spending all of your time cooking. Hello and welcome to the Nourished Chat. I have some very special guests with me today. Pam and Jason of Below Built. They have a gym in Rhode Island, which is an absolutely fantastic place. I keep hearing so much about it. I'm so sad I can't go because I live almost as far away as you can get. I actually looked into going and it's just so, it's so fun <laughs> to get that. You laugh. <laughs> so they are co-owners. They are both married and co-owners of their gym and personal trainers there as well. And I'm just so excited to learn not only how you started your gym, but also how you keep your marriage strong while being business partners, which is so fascinating to me. So welcome. Thanks for being here. So first, tell me what Below Built is. Like what makes it different? Like what what is the spirit? Because I know I can tell when I talk to people who go there that there's just a vibe. It's obvious. I think what you just said is what's what makes it special, but it's also quite tough to put your finger on. I think what makes it special are the people that go there every day and the people that we get to grow close to and work with on a daily basis. And I think the care that goes into that work is what makes it special and what makes it intangible when trying to describe it to people. So they can never really put their finger on what it is that makes them want to keep coming back. And we can never really put our finger on what it is that makes it special, but we know it's just, there's a, there's something, but it's just really, really tough to describe. People will say the community a lot, the community, the community, which is like Jay was saying, it's the people that are in the space. Um, and we actually get to know all of them. So it's actually awesome there. I feel like there's so many good little tidbits you get about people when you get to talk to them. And so I actually started a thing a couple of years ago called Member Monday, where I share all those little tidbits with everyone. Cause I feel like I have so many little jokes and things that make everybody special. And I want everybody else to know what makes them special. Um, so we do stuff like that, but I think you can go some places and the instructors won't really know you and they don't really know what you're capable of or what, where you have an issue or anything. And we really take the time to, to understand. Or you go on vacation and they remember that you were on vacation and where you went and asked how it was, or you'll mention, yeah, it, it's just, you know, oh, I know this is your favorite song. So I put it on today's playlist, like all those little things. A lot of places don't do that. Sounds like you guys do. Yeah. And that's yeah. actually specifically one of the things we do where we ask people like, Hey, you know, what's your birthday coming up? Or they'll tell us actually now, cause they know they're like, well, my birthday's coming up. We're like, all right, well, what do you want to do for a playlist? And they'll start us and give us an inspiration, whether it's artists or genres, and then we'll compile a playlist and we'll play it for them. And they'll let us know how special it is to them. And then, you know, it's, it's shared on platforms and things like that. So that becomes special to them. And I don't know that other spaces do that. And not I've never works. heard of anyone else doing that. So I love, it. Well, I love that, but it's also one of those things where if you can help create an experience for someone where they feel special leaving that day, then I think you win. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I love that idea. It's not just, oh, so-and-so's birthday is today. Give them a, ha a, you know, let's sing happy birthday to them. Not everyone likes that, but who doesn't like hearing their favorite songs on their birthday? I know. 
And then sometimes <laughs> people just don't really know that it's specifically for someone, but as long as the someone knows. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, some people don't like the, you know, the big restaurant to do where they're clapping and flashing lights and things like that. But some people do like to know that they were made to feel special, even if it's for the length of a class or less. I like to curse a lot. And for my birthday, he doesn't let me play any explicit music, but for my birthday, he let me have an explicit playlist. And people are still talking about yeah, it. Yeah, they've been talking about so... it since, since last year. I think last some birthday. people were a little shocked, but it was fun. So we do stuff like that too. <laughs> That's great. Um, so who came up with the idea of, of, starting a gym of opening a gym it was never actually crafted as a standalone idea there was something where it was years ago where we were teaching classes outdoor in a park on the weekends and i was teaching at a big box gym and we started doing outdoor classes on the weekends and those outdoor classes then required an indoor location in the event of rain and then we started renting a space by the day or per class so we had that space for those classes, but then I would be training either at another big box gym or later on independently out of a, a gym as a contractor, but always having these classes going on. And then you started to develop a following for these classes and all the while still juggling from location to location. Ultimately, I no longer ended up training as a contractor out of a facility because that contractor program was done away with. So we needed somewhere to go. I could have done a lateral move and went to another gym and took a position as a trainer, but those aren't as widespread anymore. Mm -hmm. So I, I, it was more of one of those things where it's something that you kind of always think about where like, you know, what if we did, or what if, and you kind of get away from the idea of the, I, I don't really always want to be the person who is wondering what if sometimes you kind of have to try it and you have to do it and see how you do. And that's kind of where it went, but it was never a situation where here's what we're going to do. It just kind of grew in stages. And I and think the, that's the, the best way for success because you didn't just start from nothing to opening a brick and mortar. You had people who were already going to follow you and you knew, okay, these people are, these, you know, 20 people, 30 people are probably going to come join. So I'm not going to be starting with zero members trying to build things from nothing. We have a foundation here. People, we have a proven concept. People like it. And now we're going to go to that next stage and have that stability of a, of a fixed location that's yours. And he, he had a really um, solid reputation as a trainer in the area. So people were calling him and finding him on their own. Mm -hmm. um, so he kind of knew that that would continue. Um, and then if we could grow the classes, then that would be helpful too. And we had the opportunity to take over a location that we were renting on a daily basis completely, which freaked me out. Cause I was like, oh my God, all this overhead and what are we going to do? And what if this doesn't work? And I don't know. And, and his thing is, well, I'm not going to let this fail. Like he, he just goes into it being like, I believe in myself and I know I'm going to do this and I know I'm going to be successful. And you know, people say that stuff and you're like, sure. But he's actually one of those people who would not let it happen. He would just not sleep. He would do whatever he had to do to make it happen. And, and he did. So and when was this? when did you open your location? We opened our location in 2017. So how was so, COVID for you? How did that work? That must have uh, been, I mean, at least you were established. You know, it wasn't like you just opened. 
Right. So uh, it was one of those situations where I'm not uh, an excessive spender. <laughs> so financially, you know, it, we work, it worked out really well. We had a lot of support from people who were saying, you know, as soon as you're ready to reopen, we'll be here for you. So being able to rely on those relationships and a lot of people who were saying, you know, keep my membership going or things like that, we're, make, we're offering those things up to us. So we knew that once we came back, we'd have, we'd be starting in a pretty good place where when we came back, we really lost maybe a little under 20% of our business at the coming back. And then it grew to larger than, than it was pre-COVID. Right, because not all the gyms made it. They didn't, and we put in place a lot of things for cleaning and making sure things were sanitized mm. and people were following rules and not everybody likes that stuff, but then, and you got people who were actually coming because they heard about it and they liked it and they were concerned, right. you know, so it kind of ended up balancing out. Um, you did have the people where like, I think there was like a period of time where we had to close a second time, like two weeks but Massachusetts was open. The gyms were open in Massachusetts and we're literally sitting on the line. Like we could walk to Massachusetts down the street mm -hmm. and we'd be in it. So we had people who in those two weeks joined another gym in Massachusetts because they didn't want to wait two weeks for us to reopen. So you kind of get like a weird, you know, so like that was a bummer, but then you get it. But then, you know, then you get the people who are like, oh my God, you guys are super sanitary and you're following the rules. And I appreciate that. And so, and that sense of community is more important now than ever. I think we can yeah. shake that in the last few years, which is probably why a big reason why it's rebounded to a better place than before, because we've all realized how important community is. And with some people working from home, I work from home, I'm by myself. I value going and having mm -hmm. that community somewhere else because I don't have a workplace where I'm talking to people. That's really true. And we saw like trends of, you know, prior to COVID, we had a lot of really full night classes and during and post COVID. Now it's all the morning classes that are full and the nighttime classes are a, a little lighter. So you kind of saw the way like things kind of move differently. And now that people are remote a lot, they're able to kind of be more flexible with their schedule and they're getting it done in the morning. So there are yeah, things. I mean, you if you, you have to start work at eight, but you're working from home, you could be at the gym from 6.30 to 7.30 and still be done in time. Yeah, we'll, we'll have some people if our class ends just shy of seven o'clock, they're like, I have to be online at seven. So they're running down the street, logging onto their phone because now they're a remote employee. So they have that luxury where we can see people almost right up to the time that they're starting. And right. they don't have to worry about, yeah. like you're saying, you don't have to worry about commuting and things like that. So you are seeing some people who have changed their schedule. They're also changing their priorities too, because they're realizing what it was like before pouring themselves into a different part of their life, but not into themselves. So now they're starting to give back to themselves a little bit more. That yeah, we need to see more and more of that. Mm. People need to be taken, putting their, and anyone who's listening to this podcast is probably already doing that, but it's more important than ever to be putting your health first. It's the only thing you've got, really. Mm -hmm. It's gonna carry you through it's, everything else. It's always so hard as, practitioners on the wellness side to say that because people just feel like you're reading a script or you're trying to sell them something, but until they really fall in love with what that process feels like and what it feels like to actually start giving back to yourself and making it part of your day to day. And they're like, you know, I, I feel better than I've ever felt. I'm moving better. We've been trying to tell you, but you just needed to find out. And there's no saying as to when you're going to find that out, but here we are. Yeah, it, it makes a massive difference. And I don't want to get too far into this, but I know quite a lot of practitioners who don't follow what they say. 
And we can't follow every single thing we say, but right. some people who, you know, it, it, it can be hard when you're saying one thing, but it's it can be hard to actually execute on that, even for someone who whose job it is to do that. So, uh, and then I'm curious, what, with you co-owning the business, what's been the secret to being both a good business partner and a good spouse? And I'm assuming you probably both have different thoughts on that. I think uh, one thing is, you know, when you work in a business like this, you don't have a nine to five and you have to know going into that, that this, it's not the same as other people. Like you're not home at five o'clock making dinner, eating together. You have to figure out how to find the time together and make it a priority. Um, And for us, I think both of us work so much that the weekends become our time together and that's our priority and we really value and appreciate it. So I think it's like something to look forward to all the time. People be like, you guys don't have vacations, but for us, it's like the weekend is like a, it's like the greatest thing ever. So like we look forward to that time as busy as we are during the week and we just understand it about each other. And we're like, okay, we're not going to make someone feel bad because they can't get to something or do something or it just, it'll get done and it'll be okay. So I think we're, we're pretty laxed like that. We're both very driven and probably workaholics. So I think that's probably a good thing because we understand it. It's not like one of us like, mm, why are you doing that? Because the other one would do the same thing. We'd give up an hour of our own time to give it to someone else all the time. Well, I think so, that can be hard when one person works 20, 30 hours a week or even 40 hours a week. And the other person is starting our business and working 70. That mm-hmm. can be very difficult on both sides. So both of you being in that position, that's, it can be a challenge, but also, like you said, at least you both get it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we do. Go yeah. Ahead. And I think that expectations were laid out and, and understood pretty well. So that it's not as if we're, we're living any differently than we ever have, because we've always worked a lot. So I've never had a profession other than this. So this is all I've ever known as a professional is working split days and working really early days and really late days. So I think coming into that, it was was very clear. It's not as if Pam got into this relationship and didn't understand what it was like for a, for in a day. So where again, like she said earlier, you know, if we're not eating dinner together or not doing the things that a lot of traditional days might look like, but that was never the expectation either. So mm-hmm. along the way, communicating when those differences might come up and communicating when there might be something changing, whether it's an earlier start day or a later start day. So again, no one's really caught off guard. I do my best to communicate those things and just so I, I I know that there's never a situation where I'm going to be out later or, or home earlier and we're not understanding what the person is from a scheduling standpoint because both of us get wrapped up in our work so I think the best thing we can do is communicate what that day is going to look like and also make time to appreciate each other in the midst as well because yeah. that that's important the amount of time that you spend together is very different than the quality of it so many people yeah. just sit and watch tv together which is fine, but an hour spent watching TV together and an hour spent going on a walk together are different kinds of time spent. Yeah, love our walks, love our walks. Hate the winter because we don't get out there as much, but yeah, we love taking a walk. And just I guess about- that you probably liked walking together, but I yeah. wasn't sure about it, but 
can see. And it. I mean, it's great because we understand what the other person is doing and dealing with. And like, it's, it's nice to be able to talk through things and have like that safe space of this is frustrating or this was wonderful, or this was an achievement. And, you know, you really like understand one another. And I, I got into do, I mean, he's been doing this his whole career. I got into it because I felt like my God, he needs help and he shouldn't be doing this whole thing by himself. And I feel bad that he doesn't get a day off. And I like working out and I like helping people. So maybe I'll be good at this. And then I went through this whole, am I, am I going to be good at it? I don't know. Like, you know, this whole weird thing. And then I started doing, it. I was like, I love this. This is awesome. Like I'm enjoying it. And now like, I want to do more of it. And he, it gave him the ability to have a day off. And so there's just all these benefits from it that are great. The unfortunate thing is when I have a day off, he doesn't have a day off. And when he has a day off, I don't have the day off, but at least we know we're doing something to help the other person get a break, which is great. Um, and then we are in the space together for periods of time. We're not, not necessarily talking to each other because we're focused on our clients, but we're in the space. So like, you know, you get to kind of be around each other, which is cool and see the person doing the thing they love doing. And I don't know. Well, you still great. get that sense of being together. Like, it's almost like you're sitting playing a video game together and you're like, what, what were you guys talking about? Nothing. We talked about nothing. We just were sitting together enjoying. And obviously yeah. this is working, which is different, but it's still time, time together. And that's still unifying. And, and, and our dog is common cause. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. And our dog gets that we get to have our dog with us, which is a really, she's actually probably the third business partner. <laughs> I mean, she's very prominent on your website. Like, yeah. Betty, she's there for all the time. She's Betty, a, you can't see this because we don't have a video on the podcast. But Betty has been sitting kind of in the back. She's what kind of dog? A, a basset hound? Yep. yep. She's asleep now. She's she's lost interest in what we're doing. But <laughs> there are actually people who come and say, "What shifts are the dog working?" Because I want to take those classes. <laughs> so she's in high demand and there are days where I say she calls out sick because she literally doesn't want out of bed and I'm like too bad people are waiting for you you got to get it up yeah <laughs> it's the best for everyone business included I love that I love that that's that's what uh, amazing perks of going to below built is amazing Betty dog yeah there yeah. is one member we have who has a dog allergy but she said you know she's worth it I'm like wow very yeah. very committed <laughs> Well, and if with their cleanliness practices, I assume that does help. And a large gyms are not a small enclosed space generally, which helps. Right. And we, do, we do our best to try to clean things up too. So trying to make sure that it's not overwhelming. And she tends to focus on the people who bring treats in their pockets. So, you know, if you need her to avoid you, just don't have snacks. She'll do it. One of the I things I was, was going to say earlier was uh, what I really appreciate is that we're at different stages in our career where Pam has been training for a little less time than I have. So now there are this, there are growing stages. So thankfully I get to kind of relay all of the mistakes that I've made and kind of bring her where I am. And I feel like it's probably my my best guess as to how approaches as a professional now, rather than trying to go through those growing pains and figure things out, mm -hmm. even with the help of you know professional guidance, if you work as part of a good training team or in a good gym, you're still left to try to make those mistakes and figure them out. So now me being a little bit further along, we get to kind of go through those things and say, hey, you know, this is what always worked for me. And this is has, what I've found has worked for me best now, rather than letting you be like, all right, well, you figure it out for the next 10 years or 12 years or 15 years, because that's a lot yeah. of headaches. There's a little bit when you're on a, a personal training team where you've got to put in your time, make it your make, you know, 
make your own mistakes, but you're not going to let your spouse do that. Especially when right. it's, and, and when it's your gym, like you're not going to, you're like, no, no, you don't have to go through the crap I went through. You, I'm going to give you the shortcuts. <laughs> and, and working alongside trainers, uh, I mean, if it's from a monetary standpoint, there's always this underlying level of, is, is this person going to get a client that I could have had, or are they going to be a, a higher earner or a top performer? And I, am I not going to be one where that's never going to happen here? It's never, there's never going to be a situation where I don't want her to do better than I'm doing. Cause if she does well, we do well. Like it's never a situation where it's I or me, like, or, or you, it's, it's always a, a joint effort. And in most instances, I want people to want to be, want to ride that ride with Pam. And I want people to, to latch onto the, the wave of energy that she's bringing in because I've been doing this for a while, but I want people to understand and see in her what I see. So that's where I am with that. So if I can help in any way, I'm always like, all right, let me do that. Like whatever mm -hmm. it is that we can do to make that better or to try to talk through things or present information in a way that may, might be more insightful or helpful. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a really great way to look at it and, and to juxtapose the two kinds of worlds that you could be in more competition versus camaraderie. Because mm -hmm. it could drive a wedge, right? I mean, it could be a situation where, because I mean, fitness is, is pretty ego driven, but we do our best to not make it that way. But it I don't can. think you have the same kind of, at least from what I've seen, I don't think you have the same kind of ego that a lot of people in the fitness space do. Um, and and I, I've I always just, tried to be aware it. of that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think when you had asked the first question, as far as what makes us special, I think that what we just talked about is it and not making it an assertive effort to be different in that respect, but to have that underlying human component where we do care about people and we do want to see you do well. And there's, it doesn't matter. Like you could do better than I, I'm doing. That's great. I love that for you, but it's not going to be a situation where I now try to make it feel or try to dig things up to bring you down a peg and have to be that way. Yeah. And the nice thing is we actually, we rent space to other trainers too. And so we don't necessarily have that competition there either. And you still have them to go to and you have questions and you're, you want to bounce an idea off and brainstorm something. And we have physical therapists that rent space. So like if we need to get someone with that opinion to weigh in, we have that ability. So it's kind of nice. It's a nice, it's just, I'm going to go back to, it's a nice community. It is. It's a nice community of people that all want to help each other. So what's the difference in confidence versus ego? right? You can be yeah. confident in your abilities. And that's just, it's like the, I feel like the, the biggest guy in the room is always the nicest because he's got nothing to prove to anybody. And it's a little bit like that. Like, Hey, I know, I know where I am. I know that it's good. And I want to help you because I'm not worried about my own, you know, all of that. I, I know that I have that confidence. Yep. I think going too much in the other way usually doesn't really work out long term. And I think it, I think it's one of those situations where it's easy to see through. It might work out. You might have a really, really large, productive upfront time that might be really, really short shelf life. And then people, once they start to realize exactly what it is that you stand for, or what your motives are, then I think that those things start to kind of fall off. And then well, that's the kind of thing that you'll see with people who they always have new clients. They always have new clients. They always have new people, but they can't keep those relationships because there's nothing beyond the the front and people see through it. They don't see through it immediately, but eventually. I'd much rather be the person who has the same clients for five or six years and not because they need to be dependent, but because they feel like they've woven us into their lives and 
there's a, a relationship that they don't want to get rid of. Yeah. Well put. Could never say it better. Well, I think that kind of goes really well into my next question or my last question, I think. We'll see. Which is what what does the future hold for for you and for the gym? I think being able to work with as many great people as possible is always the goal. But there's no real specificity behind that. It's more mm -hmm. like with our profession, it allows us to kind of reach people in a wide variety of ways where there are different arms and legs to what we do. So in one way that might mean working with more specified small groups. So that might look like a, an expansion of our schedule or working with more um, like private community groups, but having those opportunities to do that is something that I've always appreciated about what we do. But now it's a situation where it's like, what do we want to do? Right. And it's always the same for me. This It's always just being able to reach and fill our space with more great people where I'd rather have 20% or let's say the number 200, I'd rather have 200 fantastic people versus 2000 people who aren't there for the right reason. Yeah, it's not, until, yeah, you don't have the planet fitness part. business model where, hey, we won't charge. Well, hey, it, it's basically free, but you'll never come. That's not what yeah. you want. You're like, hey, I want this to be a good experience for you. And I want to see you regularly. And I want to see you improve. And I want to see you thrive. And seeing yeah. those people thrive. That's probably, it sounds to me like that's what you want for the future is to see people thrive. Yeah, and I think just to establish more genuine connections with people and it sounds cliche, but essentially to make more of an impact on people on a regular basis, bigger or small. Yeah, that's, I I just love that, that your your thoughts for the future seem to be, we're gonna see where the, where the current goes, but I know that what I want is to have good community and to help people and we'll see where that leads and whatever people need, that's what we'll do. Yeah, the people are the best part. It really is. Because no, I mean, no experience is going to be the same as it was the hour before or the day before or the week before, because I mean, you know what your life looks like. And now if you multiply that by however many members you see in a day, those experiences are, are ever changing. They're always different because with human beings, you don't really know exactly what someone's going to bring in on a Monday versus the Friday and being able to help them or play a part in that day is what's special. Mm -hmm. Meeting where they're at and, and helping them through it and helping them yeah, be their best. Yeah, and I think also just having a genuine appreciation for the fact that they decided to share the time with you because they could go anywhere. Mm -hmm. right. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I think that that is a really good note to end on. Can you believe it's been 25 minutes we've been chatting? <laughs> it flies by really fast. So if people want to find you and learn more from you, whether they can be there in person with you or not, where can they do that? Well, they can go to our website. We're on belobuilt.com. If they are social people, we're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of those regular social platforms. And not I'll really put links to those in the show notes. So yeah, and I'll say, find them. don't hesitate to reach out and send a message. You have a question, you want to know something, you want to see a picture of our dog, you know, whatever. <laughs> Just message us. Well, and your Instagram is some great, you know, there's some inspirational stuff of people doing really awesome things and then some really great tidbits from you as well. So 
I think that that's a really great way for people to get a little bit of a hint of that community of that of that atmosphere, even mm-hmm. if they can't be with you in person. But if they can, I do encourage you to go check check it out. And I hope that I can get over there someday. Maybe I'll go to Boston some point, sometime and, and make a little detour. That'd be fantastic. We would love it. Well, thank you for being, uh, thank you both for being here with me. And thank you for having us. If you liked this episode, please follow and rate the podcast and share it with a friend. It really means a world of difference for this small podcast to get discovered and help more people. And thank you so much for joining us today.